0: Hello and welcome to Mr. Shank's Expert Readers. This is Mr. Shank. I will be reading 7.1 starting on page 227. The Empire Declines. It's in blue there. The fortunes of the Byzantine Empire rose and fell in the centuries after Justinian, Time and again, its skilled forces held off attacks by invaders. The empire withstood successive attacks by Persians, Slavs, Vikings, Huns, Arabs, Turks. The empire thus served as a buffer for Western Europe by absorbing the brunt of invasions from the east. Among the fiercest attacks came from the Arab armies that were carrying a new religion, Islam into the Mediterranean world and beyond. In the 600s and 700s, Arab armies overran the wealthy Byzantine provinces of Egypt and Syria before advancing on Constantinople. The city held out This city held out eventually turning back the attacks. By resisting the Arab advance, the Byzantine Empire gave measure of security to the small weak Germanic kingdoms that had divided up western Europe. After all, the fall of Rome. Changes in Western Europe. In Europe, the centuries after the fall of Rome are called the Middle Ages, which lasted from about 500 to 1350. The Middle Ages refers to the time between the ancient and modern worlds. During this long stretch of time, Western Europe passed through two distinct phases. The early Middle Ages, lasting from about 500 to 1050 AD, and the late Middle Ages, lasting from about 1050 to 1350 AD. A shift to the north. At its height, the Roman Empire included much of Western Europe. Rome unified the region and spread classical ideas, the Latin language, and Christianity to the tribal peoples of Western Europe. But Rome was a Mediterranean power. The Germanic peoples, who ended Roman rule in the West, shifted the focus to the North. There, the peoples of Europe would begin to create a new civilization, building on the legacy of Rome. Despite the disorder and decay that came with the fall of Rome, Western Europe was a place of great potential. It had fertile land and other resources, such as timber, furs, and tin. In the early Middle Ages, gradual changes took place, that would eventually bring a measure of order. The time of decline. As Rome declined and withdrew from its provinces in Western Europe, these lands suffered severe blows. Waves of invaders swept in, and Roman civilization slowly disappeared. Wars raged constantly, trade slowed to a trickle, towns emptied, and learning virtually ceased. The early Middle Ages was a harsh and difficult time for the peoples of Europe. Much later, some people looked back at this time and called it the Dark Ages because of the disorder and the loss of Roman civilization. Today, historians recognize that the Middle Ages were, in fact, a time of new beginnings. During this long period, Greek, Roman, Germanic, Christian traditions were slowly blended and gave rise to a new medieval civilization. Medieval comes from the Latin term for the Middle Age. Germanic kingdoms. The Germanic tribes that conquered parts of the Roman Empire included the Goths, Vandals, Saxons, and Franks. Their culture was very different from that of the Romans. They were mostly farmers and herders, so they had no cities or written laws. Instead, they lived in small communities governed by unwritten customs, Their kings were elected leaders, chosen by tribal councils. Warriors swore loyalty to the king in exchange for weapons and a share of the plunder taken from defeated enemies. Between 400 and 700 A.D., these Germanic tribes carved Western Europe into small kingdoms. The Kingdom of the Franks The strongest and most successful kingdom was that of the Franks. In 486 AD, Clovis, king of the Franks, conquered the former Roman province of Gaul. Later, this area would be known as France. Clovis ruled his new lands according to Frankish custom. At the same time, however, he managed to preserve much of the Roman legacy in Gaul. Clovis took an important step when he converted to Christianity, the religion of his subjects in Gaul. In doing so, he not only earned their support, but he also gained a powerful ally in the Pope, leader of the Christian Church of Rome. Muslim armies advanced into Europe. As the Franks and other Germanic peoples carved up Europe, a powerful new force, Islam, swept out of the Middle East, across the Mediterranean world, Islam as a religion that began in Arabia around 622 AD. Over the next 200 years, Muslims or believers in Islam, Islam built a huge empire and created a major new civilization. The Pope and the Christian kingdoms in Europe watched with alarm as Muslim armies overran Christian lands from Palestine to North Africa and Spain. When a Muslim army crossed into France, Charles Martel rallied Frankish warriors. At the Battle of Tours in 732 AD, Christian warriors triumphed. To them, the victory was a sign that God was on their side. Muslims advanced no further into Western Europe, although they continued the rule most of what is now Spain. To European Christians, the Muslim presence in Spain and around the Mediterranean was a source of anxiety and anger. Even when the Muslim armies were no longer a threat, Christians continued to have a hostile view of the Muslim world. Still, medieval Europeans did learn from Arabs whose knowledge in many areas, especially science and mathematics, was extensive and exceeded their own. Charlemagne built an empire. In 68 AD, the grandson of Charles Martel became king of the Franks. He built an empire reaching across what is now France, Germany, and part of Italy. The founder of this empire became known as Charlemagne, or Charles the Great. Charlemagne spent much of his 46-year reign fighting Muslims in Spain, Saxons in the north, Avars and Slavs in the east, and Lombards in Italy. Charlemagne loved battle and was a successful conqueror who reunited much of the old Roman Empire in Europe. Emperor of the Romans. In 799, Pope Leo III asked Charlemagne for help against the rebellious nobles in Rome. Charlemagne aided the Pope against his attackers. On Christmas Day in the year 800, the Pope showed his gratitude by placing a crown on Charlemagne's head and proclaiming him Emperor of the Romans. This ceremony would have enormous significance a Christian pope had crowned a Germanic king successor to the Roman emperors. In doing so, Pope Leo III revived the ideal of a united Christian community, which came to be called Christendom. The pope's actions also outraged the Eastern Roman emperor in Constantinople. The Byzantine emperor saw himself as the sole Roman ruler. In the long run, the crowning of the Charlemagne would deepen an already growing split between the Eastern and western christian worlds perhaps even more important the crowning sowed the seeds for a long and desperate power struggle between the later popes and germanic emperors creating a unified christian empire charlemagne set out to exercise control over his lands and create a unified united christian europe many of his subjects were pagans as non-christians were called Charlemagne worked closely with the church to spread Christianity to the conquered peoples of the fringes of the empire. During his reign, missionaries won converts among the Saxons and Slavs. Like other Germanic kings, Charlemagne appointed powerful nobles to rule local regions. He gave them land so they could offer support and supply soldiers for his armies. To keep control of these provisional rulers, he set out officials called Missi Dominici, to check on the roads, listen to grievances, and see that justice was done, Charlemagne instructed the missi to administer the law fully and justly in the case of the holy churches of God and of the poor, of wards and of widows and of the whole people. Charlemagne revives Latin learning. Charlemagne hoped to make the capital, a a second Rome. To achieve this goal, he made a and. A, a determined effort to revive Latin. Charlemagne could read but not write. He is said to have kept a slate by his bed so he could practice making letters. For him education also served to strengthen his empire as he saw the need for records to and clear reports. To ensure a supply of educated officials Charlemagne set up a palace school and brought scholars there from all over. He asked a famous scholar a colon of York, to run his palace school. There, scholars were sent to work copying ancient manuscripts, including the Bible and Latin works of history and science. Charlemagne's Legacy Although Charlemagne's empire crumbled, the great Frankish ruler left a lasting legacy. He extended Christian civilization into northern Europe and furthered the blending of Germanic, Roman Christian traditions. He also set up a system for strong, efficient government. Later medieval rulers looked to him, to his example when they tried to strengthen their own kingdoms. New invasions pound Europe. After Charlemagne died in 814 AD, his son Louis I took the throne. Later Louis's son battled for power. Finally, in 843, Charlemagne's grandsons drew up the Treaty of Verdun which split the empire into three regions. The empire was divided just at a time when these lands were faced with new waves of invasions. Three sources of attack. Between about 700 to about 1000 AD, Western Europe was battered by invaders from other lands, Muslims, Muslims, Magyars and Vikings conquered lands across the region. Even after their defeat at Tors in 732 AD, Muslim forces kept up their pressure in Europe. In the late 800s, they conquered the island of Sicily, which became a thriving center for the Muslim control. Culture. Not until the 900s, when power struggles erupted in the Middle East, did Muslim attacks finally subside. The Magyars. About 900 AD, a new wave of nomadic people, the Magyars, overran Eastern Europe and attacked the Byzantine Empire. They moved on to plunder Germany, parts of France, and Italy. Finally, after about 50 years, they were turned back and settled in what is today Hungary. Early Magyars lived in clans or small groups of related people and governed themselves. These groups were primarily nomadic and spent their time herding animals. In the late 800s, the Arpa dynasty was founded and the government began to unify around the dynasty's leader. By about 1,000, most Magyars had become farmers and were no longer nomadic. The Magyars were pagans, however. Christianity was spreading rapidly during this time, and many Magyars gradually converted to the new religion. Viking raids from the north. The most destructive raiders, however, were the Vikings. At home, they were independent farmers ruled by land-owning chieftains. When they took to the sea, they snapped the last threads of the unity in Charlemagne's empire. These expert sailors and ferocious warriors burst out of Scandinavia, a northern region that now includes Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. They looted and burned communities along the coast and rivers of Europe from Ireland to Russia. There are a number of reasons that the Vikings left their homeland to raid others. Their land was becoming overpopulated. Many Vikings sought excitement and adventure. They also wanted to gain wealth and realized they could easily steal valuable goods and land from helpless victims. The Vikings were pagans who worshipped many gods. As they learned about Christianity through their travels and settled in places populated by Christians, many Vikings converted to Christianity. Women did not become Vikings. They were left behind to raise families and run farms and small businesses. Like the Vikings themselves, these women were determined and resourceful. The Vikings were not just fierce warriors, they were traders and explorers as well. In their far-ranging voyages, they sailed around the Mediterranean Sea and crossed the Atlantic Ocean. Leif Erikson set up a short-lived Viking colony on the continent of North America. In about the year 1000, other Vikings opened trade routes that linked northern Europe to the Mediterranean lands. Vikings also settled in England, northern France, Normandy, Ireland, and parts of Russia.